Hello and welcome to the Melomancy Podcast, where today we're going to talk about how the flying enemy in Proteus is a knockoff cacodemon and should just quit while it's ahead. My name is Dylan. <laughs> My name's ah. Victim. <laughs> uh, it's true, it's true. Joined with us today is a special guest, Rick, uh, over there. Oh um, yes, I am here yet again. You haven't killed me yet. Yeah, so uh, to be clear... Uh, I can't arrange the windows of wh- where people are in Jitsi Meet, so you're seeing my screen. Uh, I have a little text here that reminds you that his name's Rick, and his two raf name is Alvarez. We talked about Planetside uh, last time. Um, and if this sounds confusing because you're an audio-only listener, you should know that we do a, a streamed live version of this podcast. And the audio you're listening to is almost guaranteed to be unedited, unless like something really goes wrong. Um and you can watch us live if you'd like, or watch the, the live replay with our faces in the cameras on odyssey.com, where all of our shit is uh, that isn't audio only. Um, we'll continue to make audio only versions of the show. They're just the audio from the live stuff, because it's so much easier to edit. I, can, I, I see now why all the popular shows do this. Holy shit. It's so much easier. Like, it's unbelievable. Let me go ahead and click some buttons here to announce on the social media landscape that we are live. Oop, wrong button. Okay. So. I'm so sad that I had to see that image. What image? No, I sent it to you. Oh, I'll, 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 read, I'll read it out loud for our listeners if you'd like. I, mean, uh, I, I think you need to read it out loud and describe the image. Okay, so it's like one of those collage posts, you know, the ones that serial serial uh, killers send to their victims. So they, <laughs> ah. their hand, handwriting's not there. <clears throat> it says, uh, "I'm not a furry, but I would let Rouge the Bat peg me." And it's got a picture of Rouge the Bat making like the, the face with the hands, like. Yeah, and it's, fucking uh... Dave Oshry posted that. That's like the the guy in charge of um, of New Blood, the the guys that made Dusk and all yep. those other really good like indie games, like. Dave. Well then, what the fuck? Dave? Well, you know, indie game developers—they're allowed to say what they want, basically, because yeah. you know they can't scare off any of their non-existent clientele. He found it because people were retweeting a giveaway he's doing, and it was fucking just randomly on someone's account when he was looking looking for potential winners. Welp, that's just <laughs> that person didn't win, by the way. If you're here, curious, I was a little. Just to see if, you know, maybe he was like, ah, that's a great picture. You, my friend, are a winner. So so what are we all eating and drinking tonight? Today I have um, the the Bud Light Lemonade Seltzer. This is way better than it has any right to be. I know it's just Mike's Hard Lemonade on, made by Bud Light, but like, it has, it's better than it has any right to be. I don't know why. I'm, I'm drinking my non-alcoholic seltzer. It's a seltzer day. I thought about busting out the whiskey, but I was like, I need to be coherent for this conversation. Uh, <laughs> I, um, I, I, I feel like a hipster when I drink this shit. Well, so, you know, it's maybe not easy to tell, but so mine is a chilling cider. It's a, mm. well, mostly. But there is also other things added in there because it's a uh, mixed drink. I should have saved the can instead of crushing it so I could be like, hey, this is the... <laughs> recipe on the side of the can but it's uh yeah i think they called it the wizard 
I don't know. Mm-hmm. It doesn't taste very magical, to be honest. It tastes like alcohol. Yeah. I, I'm just happy that uh, <laughs> bars are starting to open up in Washington. You know, uh, our regular spot, Rick, is uh, opening up down the road. We should go there oh, good, sometime. Oh, good, good. I was, yeah, hope- I was uh, worried they'd yeah. run out of business because they kind of opened a couple months before the pandemic began. Right. Yeah. And they They've made really been good having mysteries. a rough time of it. Mm-hmm. It's like a steampunk themed bar with like a bunch of arcade machines. The steampunk theme doesn't go very far, no further than like the, the art on the wall. It's not. I don't think you need to justify that. That sounds cool. Yeah, I mean, some steampunk stuff is kind of cringy, but some some is pretty good if it's done within reason. I think. But like, yeah, they had like the cool like like big ass light bulbs that like dim mm-hmm. and stuff, and a bunch of knickknacks everywhere. Their uh, their signature drink is like basically like a car- Irish car bomb, but it's like um, very green, like more green than normal, and uh, they call it the Wizard of Oz. It's pretty nice. <laughs> it is a good drink, as far as I'm concerned. How very steampunk of them to, to go go as fantasies they can. <laughs> That's okay. I'm not gonna complain. If it tastes good, it tastes good. We got uh, Trio Doug in the chat, and I think he's uh, dying inside that we're drinking seltzer. And <laughs> I feel bad. <laughs> I mean, what's he gonna do about it? <laughs> he definitely has better taste uh, in beer than I do. But that's okay. I mean, I have some whiskey over there. It's just I, my head's already pounding, dude. I don't need to wake up to more of that shit. Oh, well, I, I have to get up, go upstairs, and go get a drink if I want one. But, you know, what I do have just right around the corner in my closet shelves, I have both Chewy Bars because Amazon has it makes things... Amazon makes things that were formerly ideas into full-blown problems. Mm-hmm. And, and then I also have a box of Kit Kats in there, too. Okay, so It'll tr- be two boxes of Kit solving Kats problems. Uh, we can create shortly. them. Trio mm-hmm. says that Vic Seltzer is good, so I guess it's just, it's just me uh, doing the white girl sins here. With the, with the, I know, my, mine's the definitely light. white girl. It just may not be a sin. <laughs> <laughs> So we brought Rick back for a uh, great purpose. Oh, I just like bumped my mouse up of the windows. I'm so sorry. Uh, so we brought Rick back with great purpose. And uh, I kind of wanted to talk about that absolute shit oh. show that we saw. I don't mean earlier. to be raising or lowering the hand. I accidentally clicked it. And then I wanted to click it again to see if I could get it to stop. I don't actually, I didn't actually <laughs> see it. Like That's what? pretty funny. So it's just an do? icon that does nothing. I'm going to click it. Raise lower oh, my it hand. says Dylan would like to speak. It's, it's got a little... Oh, oh I see it up in the upper left-hand corner. It's in the bottom huh. left-hand corner for me, but like the stream, oh, well. the little stream bar thing is covering it, which is kind of funny. Well, excuse me for uh, derailing us for this. <laughs> uh. Everyone's used to Zoom because you know. Zoom's taking over the, the, the digital conferencing world uh, for better or for worse. But um, It'll be like Discord. It'll be better now and then worse in a couple of years. You know, no big deal. As it'll it'll be it'll be great until it's either used for giving the Chinese information, or until um you get yeah fine yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean sorry sorry that, that, that's neither confirmed nor denied as far as I know just highly implied highly yeah fair Alleg- allegedly <laughs> okay anyways. Again, with this whole derailer thing, I'm gonna try to stop derailing us so hard. Yeah. Why? No, is, we're uh... gonna we're gonna do it ourselves, no worries. <laughs> so yeah, you were uh, going to ask me about uh, 
Planet Man's or Planet Side Two. Let's use yeah. the proper terminology for uh, so important. Let's purposes. start from the beginning because we can't just assume every listener uh, is a, a returning listener, right? They might start with this one and then go back through the catalog. So let's just do like a little brief overview. So TLDR. So TLDR, uh, <laughs> Planet Side Two is a MMO FPS or uh, massively multiplayer online first-person shooter. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Shooting mechanics are pretty decent. Everything about the game is pretty decent. It's not like there's one thing that's like, man, this is terrible. It just sucks when you get started and you're getting farmed because, well, it happens to everybody. It's like yeah. a rite of passage. It, um, it has probably one of the largest learning curves, I would say. Yeah. No, the like if you just hear this and decide, I want to play Planet Side, the thing that I can highly recommend is finding yourself an outfit. Um, that's the guild. Yeah in the game and just finding people who are going to take the time to make you not suck like mm-hmm. or at least make you feel better about when you do suck yeah like who will take care of you and kind of just make your gameplay experience better because planet side 2 is held together with glue and string and the community right um, so I want to add a little bit more context so uh, not only is this an MMO FPS uh, it's been going strong for like what 8-9 years um, yeah, I think somewhere we're between eight and nine. Yeah, somewhere between eight and nine, and the three of us have been playing it on and off since it came out. Um, my account age doesn't sound like it has been because I had to recreate my account a couple times because it's changed developers a couple times. And if you didn't have your shit together with your login info during these transfers, you uh, probably got uh, deleted, <laughs> like I did. Unless you unless you ran it through <laughs> uh, something, I, I don't know. I, I know mine was safe just because I had it. Mm-hmm. But it's like all I, I lost is too. Yeah, all I really lost was like maybe one paid item, which you could have earned over time, uh, and the time, the creation date, like the the clout of you know being a member for that long. Uh, don't have those uh, because I had to recreate my account. But like, I was there. Uh, just I have to like you know qualify it, and nobody believes me. But whatever. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> shit happens. But this maybe, game, hey, yeah. Maybe people didn't know you You got banned. You know, no big deal. I wasn't banned. <laughs> it, just, it sounds like I was. Oh, but like, so this game um, is unique in that in its MMO stature. It is one of those games where I can have a ton of friends, like 10 or more, right, uh, that swap in and out over time, uh, like we had back then and sometimes now, sometimes not. Um, it accommodates for however many people you have. If you only have three people... You can do stuff. If it's just you, you can find something to do. If there's fucking 20 of you, and you guys, like, you get together and, like, let's play a game together. You all can play Planet Side on the same team and do one objective that pushes a macro objective across the map. Right? Yeah. Uh, that is definitely something that I have to give Planet Side that a lot of people just don't. Mm-hmm. Like, you can play it in a way that you can't play any other MMO. Like, you can take your Guild Wars, your World vs. World, uh, your, well, I forget what they call their big battle mode. Um, But, like, you can't have as big of a force doing things. Like, uh, Mm. those all cap out under 100 players, I think. Don't quote me on that. I haven't played either of them in a long-ass time. It's actually funny, too. In World of Warcraft, if you used to get together large groups of people, you'd either, A, get banned for it, because you'd make the server crash. <laughs> there's a there's a big dude at the time, uh, Swifty, I think it was, got banned 
Because not even he didn't even try to bring them together. They was all grouped around him when he was AFK. Crashed the server and they banned him for it. No, sucks to suck, I guess. But also, the other the other way you would do it is you get incredibly lucky, and you and like if you had more than one party's worth of people, you'd get lucky if you could queue into the same battleground together. And that's just for playing the game. Obviously, if you had like twenty people, you could meet up in the world. There's nothing to do. It's not yeah. worth doing. Planet Side definitely has that in spades, though. What what you can do with all of your, well, anything really. Like, right, and that's the appeal to me because like there's so many cool games uh, that I like and I enjoy, like Genshin Impact or Warframe or even Destiny Two. Like it, honestly, to, to go on a, a slight aside, Destiny Two, the gameplay, the aesthetics, the interesting story, and everything that's going on for that game sounds like something I would really like to play. That but I didn't. I don't know why I couldn't get into it. But like all the ingredients are there for something that Dylan would like, right? They just haven't mixed well enough. And I don't think you can have a party more than four. Like, that's another. That's a problem with Warframe. It's a problem with Genshin Impact. Uh, it's a problem with, uh, like, fucking Fantasy Star Online 2, however many other games we fucking tried, right? Uh, competitive shooter games, like, even Due Process, which is new and I really do enjoy. And older games like um, Rainbow Six Siege, or in the middle you get, like, uh, CSGO and, and Valorant. Um, actually, I'm pretty sure CSGO is older than Siege, but whatever. Um, those are still like, yeah, our community enjoys those games, but we can't all play at the same time. Uh, and if, if we start playing more often, people start to show, (laughs) right? Like, yeah, Yeah. our our community is like, it goes in waves and we just play whatever we feel like. And, you know, not everyone in our community is down for planet side. More people are down for planet side than any other game, uh, except maybe Minecraft, but like, you know, it happens. So like. Planet Side 2 is a game we keep coming back to because it can accommodate for everybody, and it's fun as fuck, and we're all pretty well invested. And so recently, Victim, uh, you've been playing on TR. How, how's that been going for you? I know we talked about it before. You you played TR before. You've had this account for a bit, but you've actually put more time into it this last week than I think I've ever seen you put time in to your TR character. Yeah. How, how's that going? So, I mean, initially, as I said, it was, I don't know, nightmarish. It was, it was very, very, very difficult to do, to make the transition uh, one of the big things we'll plan aside for people who, who haven't played it or, or just maybe haven't experienced it is each faction has like their one unique thing that, or well, I say one, a few unique things about them. Um, and the faction I originally played had a very different gun feel than the TR, or at least in most cases, I should say. Not all, not definitely not all cases, but. Um, and so it was really, really hard for me to kind of like get into the feel of things. I don't know. I, I think I've, I'm starting to figure it out now. I mean, like, the, the gun's damage models aside, they do about the same amount of damage per second yeah. anyways. So, yeah. mm-hmm. I think that's really what it comes down to in a lot of cases is, like, the DPS is roughly the same across the board on all factions with all guns. Yeah. More or less. Within, like, there are some gimmicky things. We won't get into that because that's uh, stuff that nobody cares about in the mm. podcast. Yeah. All you um, need yeah. to know. Start... Uh, let me summarize. So all you need to know is the blue team, which is all about like freedom and corporate control. They're all about Space big America. guns. Space America. They're all about the big guns. They they they're not very accurate, but you only need to hit them once. Uh, the TR are all about the deadly accuracy um, and and the laser sights and uh, shooting fast, a lot really fast, and uh, wearing commissar hats. And then the purple team is all about uh, wearing spandex and uh, shooting really overpowered laser guns and looking really stupid. 
Yep, that, that sounds about right. Yeah, looking really stupid. Uh, I mean, it does sound a little like we're uh, paraphrasing and maybe not treating them all equally. However, yes, definitely. However, <laughs> however, suck it, Vanu. The You're not man. human if you play Vanu. It's unfortunate. Yeah, we have all kinds of nips and jokes about all of the different yeah, kind of actions, yeah. but uh, yeah, Vanu definitely uh, is considered easy mode in comparison. Yeah, but they have cat ear cosmetics. But one thing from Blue Va- team. like the one thing <laughs> I've spent any money on was for my meme Vanu. I made sure she had uh, cat ears. For the NC, you can get a cowboy hat, so it kind of balances out. Yeah, TR <laughs> get a commissar hat because you know for the emperor. I think uh, TR has the better cosmetics too. Overall, they do have the cosmetics. The mm-hmm. Ava set is so good. It is straight the armor. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, so moving past all of this, you had me on specifically to talk about Alpha Wars. So let, let me read that in. So basically, Planet Side's been going eight years strong. There's a lot that goes into Planet Side. Your day to day, you know, there's these big ass maps. They're called continents. They're like what nine miles by nine miles, something. I don't something like uh, that. They're it's huge. About, it's about that. You capture t- hexes within this continent. It's a territory oh, control game. It's all about tactics. It's combined arms. You know, there's vehicles, aircraft, um, infantry battles, and areas where those um, play out and need to be combined. Hence the combined arms. Very similar to, I guess, you could compare it to Battlefield, but Battlefield is way less complicated. It's like, d- Battlefield is dumbed down in comparison to Planetside. Um, Battlefield and- still plays out kind of like a bigger Call of Duty match, mm-hmm. where this plays more like a much more spanned out and complex battlefield match <laughs> yeah. uh, it just yeah i honestly try not to compare the two mm-hmm. and not because uh like i would argue one's better than the other i would but uh more specifically it's because the just the feel is wildly different between right the two. so let's move back to the, the outfit alpha wars, wars alpha- right Outfit Wars is currently in alpha, and it is uh, basically Rogue Planet Games as a developer. They're, I guess this is their third try now, but it's in alpha. But their their subsequent attempts to make a, basically, for lack of a better term, guild versus guild versus guild. That's one way you can... Still better than Railjack? Or not Railjack. (laughs) Fucking... It's that bad, you forgot what it's called. God, yeah, I did. Um... Anyways, yeah, the guild, the guild v guild in Warframe, which its name is gone from my memory. They they took it out because it was bad. No, but yeah, Yeah. so it's guild v guild v guild. You know, one v one v one. Three factions go in. One faction comes out. Uh, They have a a new map created just for this mode that is much smaller, and it is symmetrical. That's important because I mean, the other maps are sort of symmetrical. I mean, they they balance it, but they're not symmetrical, and that's on purpose. Yeah. Um. So this new map is totally symmetrical. It's like on the moon or some shit. Uh, and it's uh, yeah. an asteroid, mining asteroid. Basically, yeah. you're you're in, going to fight over mining resources. I honestly don't know much about it, other than I show up and I shoot, or right. well, in my case, I build. So um, they don't pay Rick enough to ask questions. What's cool about this map, though, is uh, the bases that are on each of the hexes are specifically designed to be, uh, I guess, lacking. But you can enhance them with construction, whereas in the live map, there are some hexes that have a, a control point on it to capture, but there's no base to fight, and you can just build around the control point. Whereas, uh, or you can build a base in the middle of fucking nowhere, uh, or the bases are so con- concentrated with buildings that you cannot build on it. 
so this is like a new breed of capturable base where they want you to build on this hex, but there's already a building there. Like the little donut shaped building is actually the perfect radius to put down an anti-aircraft bubble shield that is like the top only, like a ring. Like it's the perfect size for one. Like you know they I noticed it was that on purpose. Stream. Because I was like, oh, that's actually kind of clever. Yeah. Okay. So it encourages you to do the construction part of the game, which some people consider to be auxiliary or optional. Whereas, or should be removed in some people's eyes. Which some, I think, I, I, I for the record, we'll get on. We'll not get to mine. that. Let's uh, we'll get to that in a second. Try to finish one thing first. So Fair Outfit point. Wars. Outfit Wars is basically their attempt to create a competitive mode, a game mode where outfits can say i'm a good outfit and i'm better than these outfits because i fought them in this and won outfit wars it's about outfit supremacy right and so it's a way for outfits to be competitive besides showing up on the live map and just dominating like any other day right because the the live map is very chaotic and open form whereas this is like this is a match this to has... bring in a specific number of people, like 48 people, that's the mm-hmm. uh, maximum unit size of Platoon. Yes. Um, 48 yeah, versus 48. That was 40. Yeah. And that's that's it. Like, you bring in that, and uh, you do your best. And if you win, you win. You If you don't, you don't. Mm-hmm. 48 versus 48 versus 48. Three factions, no alliances. So, how is that going? <laughs> well, Giraffe has yet to lose. We'll, undefeated we'll just, yeah, we are <laughs> undefeated um not even a little undefeated hmm. like um we were not favorites right. oh all. one more um, quick aside before uh the details so two raf is the outfit that rick plays on uh me and victim have also joined this outfit um we have a melomancy outfit on the blue team where our cracked out old characters are but we made new ones just because we wanted to play with a big guild that uh is not managed by us because we don't have time for that uh we did the same thing on guild wars 2 with great success, though that guild eventually fell apart, uh, and then we quit Guild Wars 2 with it, whereas this is still going strong. We can look away from it, and it doesn't fall apart. That's fucking awesome. Uh, and so 2RAF is the outfit that the three of us are in. But Rick is the one that's actually done this game mode, not us. So, go on. Yeah, um, <laughs> so within regards to the way 2RAF is uh, kind of functioning here, we are one of the largest outfits, and uh, also TuRAF is short for Second Republic Assault Force. Mm-hmm. It's uh, just kind of a name based off of, well, the game. Mm-hmm. So don't read too much into that. Um, so yeah, from there, we, uh, yeah, we've been doing this. Uh, we Honestly, I think the outfit was more or less intended for this sort of uh, thing in the first place mm-hmm. i was not there at the very beginning of the outfit's lifespan so i can't speak with certainty but uh yeah the fundamental like what Turaf is well, is about playing and winning outfit wars um and being the combined arms aspect of planet side which planet side was advertised for planet side was advertised for big fights between mm-hmm. lots of people and you bring whatever you bring tanks aircraft buildings whatever and for some reason mm-hmm. some people have issues with that um right yeah some of the people we uh so yeah we there uh, there's a match every week uh weekend either saturday friday or saturday um we uh 
yeah so we haven't lost obviously is going back into things uh and we've beaten a lot of people that feel like they should have won Mm -hmm. um they were yeah i'm not gonna worry about names because they'll sail over literally everybody's heads but uh so we we have beaten you know a bunch of old uh outfits that there's like something in my eye and i love this because i get to do this on camera i know um (laughs) perfect anyways um so yeah we've been we've been some people thought we were going to be struggle bussing along but we really haven't been and it's caught a lot of people by surprise how well we're doing because uh there was just not like people when you have a big outfit, big guild or whatever in a PVP environment, there are a lot of people that are in the lower stratum of like skill levels mm-hmm. uh, without even saying bad things about them. They're just not as good at shooting people as some of the people who play the game a lot. And so people had this misconception about us that we were a bunch of, well, nobodies. And we show Isn't the uh, phrase we... a Zerg fit? Yes, play on the Starcraft of it all. Uh, Zerg outfit, Zerg fit for short. Mm-hmm. And the other side of the house is typically called Leet fits. Play on the uh, uh, the gamer speak, Leet. Mm-hmm. They think they're uh, hot shit, and they think you're nothing because they're just like, oh, you just recruit everybody. What, do, what are you going to bring to Outfit Wars? Your best scrubs? And then, you know... Well, we did. You know, come to find out there are people <laughs> that are not necessarily scrubs. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're one of the few outfits um, that I know of that have not brought in people outside talent, uh, ringers, mm-hmm. for uh, meeting our 48-person cap. Uh, there are definitely right. a lot of people who have. And mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people, again, they think that killing is good and makes them good, which it does. It makes you good at one aspect of the game. Um, it'd be like if Call of Duty had more than just gunplay, right? Uh, one way to you... one way to put it is that there are outfits out there that are like flying only, and they they get together on some nights of the week and they just do flying, and that's all they do. Yeah. And they've invested into their character stats because again, it's an MMO uh, to be badass flyers. Uh, and there are ve- people that only do vehicles. There are people that. Like, but Turaf does a little bit of everything, and they have dedicated yeah, little have, units that emphasize these these aspects. It's like many outfits in one, in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, the com- combined arms. The game is combined arms, so we're combined arms. Uh, you know, actually, one of uh, one of my friends brought up when I was trying talking it to them. It's like somebody who shows up to a UFC. Uh, like uh like an actual ufc uh or an old old before ufc mma tournament where it was like tournament style mm-hmm. and you uh worked up the brackets it'd be like going up to one of those and knowing that people that can use multiple fighting styles and complaining that you would have won if it was only boxing right <laughs> exactly the good point 100%. right so these people and are mad yeah and that's actually kind of where it's coming down to like a lot of people are raising up a fuss right now that you know if like uh we didn't have all our construction assets up available to us or whatever fill in the blank they people will always find 
ways to not improve and blame other people mm-hmm. for doing better than right them. when they designed outfit wars uh they appear to have been going for a design such that all of the facets of the regular game are available and the outfit must use everything at their disposal to win um mm-hmm. and that includes building construction flying ground combat vehicle play all of that and two raf does all of those things and some of the other guilds are just like oh our infantry are so good that we'll just drive up with tanks and then get inside with our people and shoot them right it doesn't mm-hmm. doesn't it's not that simple <laughs> and they come and come to find out things like uh, auto turrets you know ai controlled <laughs> turrets don't care what your kd is mm-hmm. you they get clapped you anyway. if you hang out <laughs> uh like yeah they they don't care like uh, there are all kinds we call it the ad dance where you kind of trick the netcode into thinking that you're moving in two different directions at once by spamming A and D, and sometimes that throws people's aims off or crouch spamming. You've seen it all if you played a first-person shooter competitively. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, people were just... Uh, and the turrets don't care. <laughs> um, there are other construction elements that damage people too, but getting off on that tangent there is, uh, again really kind of worthless without a whole bunch of pictures and gameplay in front of us let's just put it this Uh, way like you can build these turrets that are like on these really tall towers and you can build another thing that instead of piloting it with a human uh, they just become ai and then there's another one that's really popular which is the pain spire which is just a field of death where you walk in and you die and then there's the uh, slow die the air shield it's not like an instant death but yes but it makes them turn around and then there's the air shield, which the little buildings that are the points, the objective bases, they have like a little skylight that's perfectly shaped for these air, aircraft denial freaking bubble shields. And those are the three like most important, I think. I mean, there's probably more, but we don't have to get into detail. But that's what, if you watch yeah. a stream, like those are the things you'll see the most. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so we came in and, you know, match one, match one was a gimme because uh, a lot of people didn't really show up. And so we just pulled two outfits that weren't actually playing. So match one was a gimme. We'll take our win, but we still treated both our opponents and the tournament itself with respect enough to show up and bitch slap everybody. Cause well, running up the clock doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, like if we were farming kills or anything like that, we'd just be assholes. So right. we uh, capped it and we cleaned it, cleaned up real quick. Nice, easy. No, no fuss, no muss, no disrespect. And um, then the next match we had was our real like test of our metal to see if our entire gameplay strategy, like ideas, our strategies were viable. Nobody and, really plays the game like Two Raf. I notice like it's very different. Um, people are starting to imitate us now. Yeah, I know. Sokar's Legion is like the biggest outfit on the Vanu, and they've redesigned their entire outfit in your image. A little bit. Like, I don't think they went the uh, whole mini outfits inside of the outfit so much. But they definitely redefined uh, Sokar's Legion to be more Mm -hmm. welcoming and more training and more, like, basically what we are. Because, again, like any other ancient game at this point, um, your community is what's holding the game together. It's not the devs or anything like that. Yeah, we need their framework to play the game, but, like, just like in on, a, on an MMO, if you show up, well, any, a more traditional MMO, you show up, every other person that you shoot at, you fight with, whatever, that's another person. Like, mm-hmm. There are no bots. There's no bots on planet side. So, yeah, we... Uh, and so, yeah, 
match two was a little bit more uh, hinky. We got some things going, and it worked out in the end for us, obviously. Um, then the third match. So those were the like placement matches. And then uh, we go into a more terribly designed uh, structure where you get victory points. You Based on your placement, your uh, pl- matches, you got so many victory points uh, leading into the actual playoffs. The playoffs are four matches and then or three matches, I think. Yeah, six matches total, two placement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so three matches in the playoffs and then the sixth match is the finals. <laughs> and this is this is one of those times where the devs should have literally asked anybody if this is a good tournament design before they threw it out, but they didn't. And uh, this is one that they rightfully should take flack for. They uh, have the you match up, so you've got these three different uh, columns. So we've got new conglomerate, Terran Republic, Vanu Sovereignty, and out of their bracket, so you know we got one team, two team, three team. And lowest victory points, highest victory points. And across the board, all three teams with the highest victory points will fight in the match that week. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, it, they're, they're treating it, it, it like it's an actual like ranking roster for like like a competitive game, like I don't know, like league or something. And rather so, than, but yeah, but what happens is so a lot of time what we've seen on some of the other servers, not necessarily this server, just because uh, they're, I think, Emerald, but shoot through the way that the Emerald server is massive and the community that we're seeking to build up and maintain here, we've got a little bit more grit and uh, tenacity than some of, like, the European servers. Um, but uh, on the, like, the European servers, a lot of the better outfits ended up getting knocked out early because, well, you know, you lose one match and maybe you're on, like, really the bottom string now. And you just might get, luck, you know, unlucky with other people. Like, every every week it's a wildcard match, like, you're, if you're using NFL terminology here. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you're reliant on other people to lose and you to win. Um, it's, it's, just, it's not a good yeah, setup. It's not good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, like, if everybody sucks, so, like, let's say the top team, like, on, so, like, Vanu over here. So, if we have Sokar's Legion up here and two scrubs, Sokar's Legion loses and the two scrubs lose, their order doesn't change. They'll be the top team again the next week. So, that means Mm. they fight probably at least one of the same people again. In fact, it's happened to us. It's happening to us again this week uh, where that exact thing happened. Uh, where the Vanu Sovereignty team that we fought this last week lost horrendously against us. We'll get into that later because they deserve their loss, and uh, we were happy to give it to them. Um, But they, uh, they lost, but other Vanu, they were so high up on the victory points rankings that three of the four other Vanu teams won their matches and still didn't get uh, ranked number one this week. Wow. Yeah. So it's messed up. (laughs) Yeah. It's a terrible system. Like there should have been more proper brackets, but you know, Mm. 
lesson learned, I suppose. Uh, it sounds like people have more of an issue uh, with the content of the battle rather than the bracket system. Because I, I hear a lot of complaints, and I know Reddit.com is one of the worst websites in the world, and you should not listen to anything anyone says on there. But however, it's like the only place on the internet to discuss Planet Side. I mean, I think they have a forum, but nobody reads it, right? Yeah, no, the only time they post notes. on the forum are when uh, devs say something and then they say something underneath that. Yeah. It's entirely inane dribble, more so than uh, Reddit is. So there's a subreddit, and it's full of dissent and people saying that this is awful. But, like, I don't understand where they're coming from. <laughs> well, some of Reddit, I have to... Some of the complaints on Reddit are legitimate complaints because there have been some live uh, gameplay changes that are not good. Um Mm-hmm. something about uh increasing player cap on continents to uh before another continent opens yeah that happened that to us totally last unnecessary night. yeah and it mm-hmm. it it's not like it's not like a live service it's not like a live service adding a roadmap and saying we'll fix it later kind of bad but it is a bad choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to like if we're like wrong is wrong, of course. But like if we're weighing out the two levels of wrong, Anthem is like a ten, Planet Side's like a three. Yeah, like they can salvage this, and there's more players than ever, and um, people are happier than they were before. Like mm-hmm. they're upset now because of a recent thing that's bad, but the current state of the game is so much better than it was before that I think they're entitled. <laughs> oh well yeah well you are entitled like that is one of the things that i really hate uh and i will uh, often disagree with older folks on you're entitled to a level of quality when mm-hmm. you spend money on a product yeah if you're spending money you or, should get well, what you're even paying if the, for it's very even least. a free game but like just in general one of the things i you know the world owes you nothing you're right but also we're you know most of us live in first world countries like Vic may be second world up there in snow Mexico, uh, but <laughs> regardless, uh, the point being with that is like you're you expect a quality of, like if you want me to play your game, your game should be worth my time. Mm-hmm. And I get that's, that. So, like, you know, if anything, as I get older, that's the one thing that it's like you can have all the money you want, but that time like i only get 24 hours in a day no matter how i cut it Mm -hmm. um so yeah that's uh i don't disagree with the complaints but at the same time they're definitely blown out of proportion because reddit echo chamber um based on what i know about your viewers just by saying echo chamber i've suddenly set off a whole bunch of trigger alarms oh it's fine okay good (laughs) i think everyone watching this show probably yeah, knows that reddit ways, is bad I mean, yeah no yeah they uh you know they're getting their uh twitter pitchforks already heating up on the bonfire right i don't know how many of our fans even use twitter to be quite honest with you oh no 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 i meant like <laughs> they're gonna go rage at twitter because oh yeah fuck twitter and yeah. the echo chamber like i only i have the brand account on twitter but like i almost exclusively use the fediverse for social media which if you're listening to this show and you haven't heard that before go back any number of episodes i bring it up almost every episode you should know this by now i'm not gonna go Uh, over it again but like that's where my social media is it's in the freaking down there right if i had any at all i would more than likely have a fetty Mm -hmm. Um, because you've just said nothing but good things about it yeah i mean the idea of um you know 
small nodes run by good Samaritans that just want, or, or yourself, if you want to self-host, like, you can't be censored. Like, the only thing that can censor you is other servers that don't like what you have to say, and they want to deny their user base of what you have to say, and then their user base can decide, I don't like that, and leave. Like, it's a good system. Good old Upper Echelon <laughs> is definitely one of those guys that would have something to say about that, about, like, uh, how if your content was worth listening to, then uh, you would have something other than don't listen to them. Mm-hmm. Right. As your tagline. Um, so, yeah. So mm-hmm. I guess back to the Outfit Wars, you're absolutely right. So why not, I'm going to gloss over uh, the third match. Not that it was uh, a shoe-in or anything like that. We fought hard and we had to get it, but I have nothing for but respect for SKL and uh, the... Who did we fight? Uh, Guardian Shield? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have nothing but respect for those two outfits. Now, the ones that we fought this week, um, one of them, uh, they're relatively new. They're, what is it, Recon Team 6? I don't know. But anyways, the new conglomerate guys, we're going to leave them to the side. They're good and all, but uh, mm-hmm. they're not who I have a now have a platform to talk shit about. Uh-huh. Well, uh huh. Nice. Give, give them both barrels. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, these other guys, I don't know how old their outfit is. I don't particularly care. They are uh, what is it? The name is Go Go Meme Rangers, which is just a cringy name, in my opinion. You'd hope and that they're... they would uh, they'd have a little bit more of a sense of humor about them. Huh? Wow. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they uh, are those the guys in that video that Symbolite posted on our Discord earlier. Yeah, the yeah their yeah. Uh, their tag is sixty nine KD, which uh, you know mm-hmm. for any of the uninitiated, sixty nine is a really popular joke on the internet. Uh-huh. Yeah, but also uh, the KD is for the kill death ratio. Just in case there was any confusion about that, I didn't think there would be, but you know, let's just say uh, we're not Cover surprised. Let's just say it's not surprising at all that this is a Vanu outfit, the purple team. Yeah. Yes, and they prize. <laughs> They prize uh, their kill-death ratio, as the name might imply, higher than anything else. They think that being able to kill good is the mark of a good player, which it doesn't make you a bad player. I'm not saying mm-hmm. that, you it know, helps. being able to... Right, it does. And, you know, I'm, I don't know if what we want to talk about the roundtable until later, but we've got some choice things about that for them, too. Uh, we'll get there. But... Yeah, the so the 69 KD guys, they roll in thinking that they're hot shit. And both us and the new conglomerate uh, decide to attack their home bases, which is, if we were coordinating, that would have been a real shit thing. We weren't coordinating. They, when you're the biggest dog in the, in the yard and two smaller dogs are in the yard with you, they kind of are going to attack you right up mm-hmm. like the goal is to cripple them from the get-go they were the bigger threat yeah like on paper they were maybe not in practice because we were woefully disappointed by their performance um mm-hmm. at least i was i can't say for everybody infantry were probably pretty impressed but god the the clip that symbolite set on discord was their leader guy or whoever right streaming the the outfit war oh no that was he wasn't the leader he was just he was squad leading in the platoon. Okay. So, so Zyros is the leader. Shockter, I think, is that one's name? I don't know. The guy but, with the cringy rap music. 
uh, he, playing on in the background. His stream, like, the, like, Symbolite shared, like, the quote of when it happened. Like, it was, like, a little bit into it. They're taking the base right next to their warp gate, um, which is their spawn point. Um, the base you can't lose <laughs> to play. And um, they're just like, oh, someone's coming. Oh, it's too rough. Whatever. Farm them. And then they proceed to get absolutely clapped. Yes. <laughs> no, I mean, it's because, again, people sleep on like people sleep on us and they can I don't understand why people continuously sleep on us. We're four and oh. Like we're the only undefeated team on all servers. Well, to be fair, I, I know exactly why. And it it's it's the it's the same reason why like any competitive game goes that route. You got the dudes who've been on top for so fucking long that they just don't see anyone beneath them as ever stepping over them. Well they've been I mean, undefeated for so long the arrogance got to them. Yeah, it's so, essentially what it is. I mean, Vanu's been like that for. I mean, imagine at least five years like, now. a typical day in the life of a 69 KD clan member. They they pop up to whatever hex they want to play on. They top score, get a good KD, probably lose the hex because they're not playing the objective, and then they just yep. move on, and then they protect their KD above all else, the, and they think all, they're good. It, it goes to their it's head. It's also they're also <laughs> fighting like pugs, people who aren't organized. Right. People they who aren't maybe organized, aren't, maybe don't give a shit, shit that day. Yeah, they'll have good connections, good computers potentially. Like, yeah. they're not fighting the top of the top. It's like if uh, I showed it, up and you know got like a fucking ten KD off of a base and thought, oh wow, I must be really good. And then I, you know, be looked through my kill feed and they're all level ones. Right. Well, I mean, or you know, if we're gonna use streamers, it'd be like Shroud showing up to you know baby's first PUBG match. Yeah, right. Um, so, no, I get it. And I don't think that they're wrong to be proud of, like, their kills, I guess. Yeah, go but... for it. Be proud of anything. But to to brag and boast the way that they did? Mm, I don't know. No, they had some other things, too. Like, uh, and, you know, you see, like, when you watch somebody else's stream, I've seen streams of several of the others, like, either through clandestine means or uh, just, like, Shocker throwing it out to the world like a dumbass. Uh, granted, it is his livelihood to be a streamer so i'm not actually saying that it's just also he's streaming um outfit war which is a thing in planet side 2 that a lot of people may never get to experience yeah so i actually don't think he's stupid for doing it it's just like you should be muting your in-game chatter or uh your discord chatter one or the other so because we got an inside look of just how they lost their shit at losing (laughs) how disorganized they were like, yeah. you would think that people that are that good would be organized, but no. Um, he spent way too much time waiting to spawn, shit like that. Like, I could point out half a dozen times where he was just, like, staring at the map because he had no spawns ready to go. And we knew we couldn't beat them man-to-man. Like, don't get me wrong. We Like, all the shit talk I, I have done about mm-hmm. them, like, we knew we couldn't take them in a man-to-man fight. But so, you didn't need to. Because you played the game. Exactly. You beat them at planet side. Yes, and that's yeah. the thing. We knew that. So since we knew we couldn't beat them in fights, we beat them elsewhere. We you can't headshot a tank. <laughs> you can't headshot a tank. Um, we beat them in spawn logistics. We were faster on the go than they were. Um, one thing that Turaf definitely brings to the battle that I've yet to see anybody else throw uh, is just pure tenacity. We're willing to die to win, and mm-hmm. a lot of the people we're up against are not willing to die to stop us yeah they're like my kd uh no that was the exact reason why and i know maybe this was something we can dive into a little deeper later 
That's the exact reason why when the argument was brought up that, oh, kills should be part of the scoring, I was like, well, but then anytime you want to die or you want to put real risk into your play, you're like giving up a lot more than just the base at that point. You're giving up the base and then a bunch of extra free points. No, it it is literally like, so we'll get into that, but fundamentally what they're arguing for is to well essentially grow their ep and like be like i kill people good i headshot good therefore i should be best that Mm -hmm. is literally what they're arguing for and there are game modes in other games with better shooting mechanics not that planet side has bad shooting mechanics it's just old Mm -hmm. like if you want to play tdm we got call of duty for that and Mm -hmm. in fact on my off hours i play plenty of call of duty yeah there's also the hot new indie game, Due Process, that's fucking amazing, by the way. Uh, they could play that. They'd probably be yeah, good well, at it. There are plenty of games. Or Siege. Siege would be a great example mm-hmm. of yeah. a TDM. Because you, right. I think there are objectives in Siege, but TDM is really where it is. Due Process is actually... Half, half uh, the time <laughs> it ends up being TDM, yeah. no matter what. Yeah. Due Process I mean, is least, exactly yeah. Rainbow Six Siege, except the maps are procedurally generated. Right, I remember you showing me that when it was uh, in like an indie spotlight on a mm-hmm. video. Um, but yeah, so these guys they got absolutely clapped. Like in different time frames in the match, that looked like they were better. In fact, I think they may have uh, taken first place for a split second. It doesn't matter. Um, but no, they were almost a hundred points below us at the end of the match. Uh, it was the largest margin we've beaten anybody <laughs> oh i like i can't stress enough that not playing the full part of the game like not playing like just playing one piece of the game and then complaining when you lose because you just uh, didn't do the others or suck at the others that's or you disregarded them altogether, or right. had like something negative to say even it's just like <laughs> at that point you're just literally proving Oh, that you were yeah, not uh, that great at the game as a well. whole. Yeah, the um, so I take a little bit of personal offense over the construction stuff because I. Me too. I mean, I well, I was fully in charge of uh, construction. Um, it like uh, that night I was. Uh, I have a second, but uh, he can't. He works on Saturday, so if we have a Saturday match, we can't play. Did the um, other teams you guys fought um, even partake in the construction of the game? That. That match, not really. Wow. Um, they just I, left it on the table. They didn't use it. Like they did some basic shit at their home bases, but uh, like the Vanu, they got slowed down a whole bunch. Again, it was being outplayed. We actually, when we slammed their uh, home base, their natural, we call them. Uh, and if you ever see the map of this, you'll understand why they're called naturals. Um, they're naturals, and then they're mids. But in the naturals uh, that we attacked, they had some construction that were on the way but we placed our construction first and so there's like this uh no deploy zone if you have construction your enemy can't place construction within your no deploy zone you also can't place like a new uh we call they're called silos so you can't place another silo within range of a silo friend friendly or enemy so what we did is when we slammed in there we dropped uh, some basic construction stuff so they couldn't put construction so all the guy, their construction guys were just kind of standing around being like, Ooh. do we engage, maybe die and lose the construction we pulled, or do we stand around and wait for infantry to clear them out? And I think that 
honestly they didn't know what to do right yeah i honestly think that slowed them down because it kept them from being able to bring like another three or four people at least they they have such little respect for construction that they didn't expect the galaxy brain plays (laughs) honestly that's big villain energy on their part too if you think about it that literally they're like no we were on top how we could how could we lose well, and but that's yeah, no, just like... honestly, that's a lot of where we're doing it. So we're relatively new. Uh, the outfit just reached one year old this month or maybe last month. Regardless, uh, we're mm-hmm. about a year old in two wrap. Never mind. So... That, that explains why I've never heard of them before you recommended we join them. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. They, grew, they had a real fast growth. Um, and then, then we then I joined and I've just been kind of hanging out in there intermittently until uh i think about august about the time i i came to hang out with you for uh an extended period of time yeah you uh you came to spend the night and then you stayed a couple months (laughs) 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 thanks pandemic uh, if i recall correctly um they started up at about a time when there really wasn't anything going on in tr either like Mm -hmm. no there really wasn't that i think was the uh, key why they picked tr was just how floundering TR was at the yeah. moment. Yeah, because if I recall correctly, people used to t- talk in, in yell chat. They were like, oh, command chat, just people playing like three or four different fucking songs again. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, so in, I have to give the command of Turaf a lot of credit. They've gone out of their way to revitalize the community. They mm-hmm. have feelers with all the popular streamers. Um and yeah no it's just they go out of their way to make things work and then i guess we get to the crux of what you what you guys can really you know talk about today mm-hmm. the, <laughs> so there's a streamer named Archie, um really vibrant guy like if you if anybody listening likes watching gaming streams Go watch Archie on a Friday or Saturday when he's doing uh, Outfit Wars. That man is a hype train all mm. in one person. So he's like an esports caster. He's not like a Planetside player, right? Like I know he's played uh, enough of it to know what it's about. I think so. He used to play, and I know he's done a hand. Like uh, I know he plays once in a while. Uh, okay. But yeah, I honestly I think that he's just primarily a caster. Yeah, keep in mind too, Dylan. Uh, pretty much all the top shooter dudes have played Planet Side at one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even like, Shroud. Yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, oh, I'm trying to remember the one that they were talking about. Summit, here. Summit, Summit, Summit yeah, Summit. Yeah, he's he he actually loves the game. Yeah, but uh, Summit I remember that clip. He, yeah, he he loved it. It's just he has the issue of being yeah. stream snipe, like exactly. hardcore. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Spiffing Brit had that issue too. Yeah. He took it in stride, though, at yeah. least. And Spiffing <laughs> Brit, Spiffing Brit said, "Hey, community, let's all make accounts on this server that I'm playing on, and we'll all make a faction or an outfit together, and we'll just try it." And yeah, they got stream snipe, but they were like a hundred people strong. Like, oh yeah, you can't stream You're snipe a hundred people. At, <laughs> throw enough bodies at them, they'll eventually run out of ammo. I mean, they um, found a way to to stream snipe a thousand people, but it wasn't, you know. Sorry about that. I thought. <laughs> I guess it wasn't done. That's okay. Sorry about that. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's all good. So so Arshi, right? You know, he's a yeah. streamcaster. So Arshi, he's uh yeah. He he dresses the part. 
he like he's mm-hmm. a lot of fun. But anyway, he looks that. so fucking cool. I gotta say, I was <laughs> oh, not expecting that. <laughs> yeah, no, Archie, Archie's one of my uh, like. If I watched streams, he'd be like one of the guys that I watch religiously. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, no offense to you, Vic. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. Um. So yeah, the I do not have big caster energy. That's for certain. So he what does. Uh, we were doing? So yeah, there. I don't remember what he calls it, but it's functionally a round table where you have he called it few, the breakdown, the breakdown. Yeah. Where you have a few people who he's vetted before to make sure that they're not going to be just complete asshats. In they're not just going to break out into Britney's toxic. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's got a couple of people that he does that for. And then, yeah. So they sit in there, they answer some uh, questions. He, and, uh, then they kind of just let it spiral out of control, as all good discussions do. Exactly. Kind of like know, we know all, well, oh, yeah. all about that. Um, so, so, yeah, I know both of you were there for part of it. I eventually yeah, muted it. I saw it pop yeah. up, and I ignored it for a minute. And then uh, my kids went down for a nap, and I was like, this is still going. Let's tune in. And he was like, they were introducing the people of the round table. Like it had been going for like 20 minutes and they only just started doing the introductions. I saw Hannibal. Okay. From so Raff. I think I was in there maybe like five minutes before you guys then. Mm-hmm. And I remember I, I did the tag in our, our discord and the planet side channel. Like, Hey, they're doing the round table. You should probably chime in and talk in the chat. I, I believe if Rel knows what's good for him, he's probably watching this live or the VOD because it's like yep. free feedback for his game. Why would he not? Right. Rel is the lead designer and, and, guy in charge of the game by the way um so it's in his best interest to at least watch the vod for these streams and so um you know and the chat replay and so during this roundtable discussion you know me rick and victim were all like chiming in and talking about the feedback uh the things that the the, the casters were saying on the screen uh as well as responding to people in chat and there are some people that were just wrong about stuff. I don't normally say this unironically, but he had the wrong opinions in some areas. Not every area, but in some areas, he definitely had the wrong yeah. thought process at the very least. So, so Rick, the background, the people with the wrong opinions, they were the two guys that were actually in the voice with from the T yeah, clan. So, what, um, where are they from and what is that server about? So, a uh, Miller's the European server of memory serves. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but they're from that special one, right? Yes, they're from Jaeger primarily, but I assume they've got uh, main characters on Miller. But they're Europeans, uh, which, so, not to be offensive to any of the Europeans listening, but uh, European gamers on American games have a very distinct personality they all seem to share. <laughs> it's unfortunate. I've met some really fucking cool people from not just Europe, but also like South America, where like these people generally have a very negative uh, stereotype of them. Yes. Definitely some cool ones. Right. And don't get me wrong. But like, not uh, always the case. You know, one of our mm-hmm. one of our biggest uh like one of our top guys, Dan, he is uh Netherlands, I believe. So like obviously I'm not talking shit about all Europeans yeah. or anything. Or even uh or even weird yeah, this is a weird tangent, maybe just to kind of give a good example, though. Like, if you remember back when we played Elder Scrolls Online, Rick, we had okay. those guys from Chile that were really cool, too. I remember Fair when they enough. first, well, yeah, when they first think... came in, they're like, we're sorry about 
people from our country. I'm like, oh, dude, I'm, I'm, I admit it's good. Oh, it's cool. <laughs> oh, that's all right. We're sorry about Americans. Yeah, exactly. I mean, or even Canadians, dude. Fuck. So no. Well, of course you're sorry. You're Canadian. French. French Canadians. I'm <laughs> super sorry. Typical about Canadian. Sorry uh, at the get go. Come on. Anyways, the so, only French word I know is surrender. <laughs> um. So the I know déjà vu. I've been in this place before. Yeah. So. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so getting back to it, so we've got Swifty and uh, I think Fell, both of them. Mm-hmm. They they play a very different game inside of Planet Side. Um, they seem to think that they seem to think that they want to play Call of Duty like in these six v six arena matches, and they you know. They want to take away the spirit of what is Planet Side. You know, one of the questions mm-hmm. that they threw out was like, "What is Planet Side at the court? Planet Side's a, a team game about capturing points and having fun at its core. Like, yep. you can't convince me otherwise. Yeah. It's got macro management and like big map gameplay strats. Like, mm-hmm. you can't so, get like, that from a shooter. Um. So the, you know, one of the things that uh, I could point out specifically is like. I think both of you have played Mountain Blade before. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hell yeah. So, like, you think about Mountain Blade. There is the battlescape, especially in the early game, where it's like you and maybe a few farmers with pitchforks, right? <laughs> Unfortunately. <And> you're in, <laughs> All you you've need. got to do a lot of work as your character. And so, like, Plant Side does have the small aspect but like as the game you know as you hit mid game or more macro gameplay you know you hit a battle Mm -hmm. and you can just kind of like tell your dudes to do things and you're really like moving the troops around and then even later in the game it's like kingdom management Mm -hmm. Um, and plant side's not that different so like you've got your small like pew pew level where you know it's maybe you and a few dudes and then you've got the larger levels where it's like logistics setting up logistics spawn logistics like you don't have allied spawns at bases you attack unless you bring them mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so like the people complaining about outfit wars they're in this like small scale pew pew mindset whereas you're clapping them because you're denying them construction by putting like the fucking silo down on their border and they don't know what to do about it and it's like they they're you're on another Two Raf is on another level than these people who are not thinking big enough. And the game enables they, you to think bigger and they're not doing it on purpose. Right. And that's the and instead of thinking bigger, they want us to get smaller and they blame it, they didn't come right out and say two raf sucks or anything like that, at least mm-hmm. that I heard. But they did definitely have some uh passive aggressive like you know, I think that shoe could fit us really well if you uh just changed you know some names around if you wanted mm-hmm. to yeah uh, so but yeah they're like they made arguments about how double teaming because plant side is a 1v1v1 v1. so three fat three factions three teams especially in mm-hmm. outfit wars the one developer designed competitive field is outfit wars that's it. We don't have any other competitive, like, developer, you know, approved competitive sorts of things. There are other competitive things, but again, it's all player-driven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, 
it's you have this live map. You have the three factions. They vie for territory, and if you meet certain conditions, there is an alert that will fire that will lock the continent and give a victory to the faction with the most control. Um, and that's it can be competitive, but it's everybody like you know in for it, right? And, and yeah, and I don't know. These guys just don't seem to have the. I don't want to say they don't have the right mindset. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, planet side, it, by and large, is for everybody. It's for the small guys. It's for the big outfits. It's for the solo players. Like, there's a place for everybody, especially in the live game. In Outfit Wars, maybe you don't have a place for the solo players. I'm sorry. It's just right. how it is. It's if, Outfit Wars, not Planet Men right. Wars, right? And, and that's exactly what it is. It's also not measuring how long your fucking internet dick is either. Right. We use all the outfit assets that we have. It's not just one thing. We don't just kill good. We don't just drive tanks good. We do, you know, we do point holding. We do tanking. We do air to ground, air to air. Construction. The macro plays just in general. Like, we bounce around. I actually, like, I really hated when he mentioned, too, that construction ruins the game. I think he actually said that at one point. Or something like a lot adjacent. The, I think that was Shockter that said that one. In yeah. His uh, recap. But like, like, he was talking when they were talking shit in their uh, stream. Yeah. But like the big mm-hmm. thing that like got to me about that is like, if you wanted to play a combined arms game, and a combined arms game wanted to make a competitive mode, why wouldn't the competitive mode just be? a smaller, more refined scale of what it already is. And that is what Ofa Wars is. It's 48 players, not 400 players mm-hmm. uh, versus each other, I mean. but um, And I, I think it makes total sense. People are like, oh, well, the, the politics comes into into, into matter and uh, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, my guys, that's how the game is already. It, it's not much different. Right. Mm-hmm. And, like the, the implications for them were that the politics were, they didn't come out and say it. But always the implication is that the politics are being done uh, like in collusion sort of manner. They don't come out and say it, but I know that's what they mean. It's like, oh, we're everyone hates us. That's why we're being double teamed. It's like, well, no, sometimes it just happens. Right. Mm-hmm. So, oh, a lot of times it just happens. Yeah, yeah like, most of uh, We should probably mention so, about the what REL did. Uh, I forget what server. Was it the Asian server or the European server? But like, I forget which server it was. Maybe it was Connery. Something. But yeah. There were so they, they took action yeah. against an outfit that was not playing to win. Uh, they were playing to uh, deny victory to another one uh, by and throwing the match for the third. They faction. were throwing the match and uh, yeah. So it was direct collusion with that one. They uh, mm-hmm. two outfits in question. They were like in set the same bases as each other, not shooting each other. Like it wasn't uh, like, a, oh, we're not going to be in the same zone as one another. No, we're actively defending together against the other guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, then, and I'm glad they're banning for that. I 100% yeah. agree for that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's bullshit. It's like you're not actually playing to win. Uh, right. Yeah. And uh, there, a lot of people um, are defending the actions actually, uh, not because they like the actions, but because there were no what was it. There are no written rules about it. Now there are written rules. Well, it's an alpha. We They're making have... the rules as we go. Right. We mm-hmm. also shouldn't have to have sportsman rules. Like decent. We shouldn't have to have decent human being rules. 
Yeah, like, why do they have, have to make have. a rule that says don't throw the match? Like, are you serious? Like, <laughs> like oh, yeah, no, there, it should be understood that if you do something like that, that's not in the spirit of the game or the game, pl- mm-hmm. the tournament, then there should be action taken against you. And people make uh, all kinds of stupid ass yeah. ideas like referees. Who the fuck's going to referee a 1v1v1? Can you imagine <laughs> refereeing? Or how many people do you need to get to referee? Yeah, no, whatever 48 times three is, I can't do that off the off top of my head, but like that's insane. I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't sign up for that. You couldn't pay me to do that, that's just too much. I would never, it would would never be fair. Well, it would also be dumb because you're at the whims of the judges. What if the judges favor somebody else to win? I mean, even the casters are already like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, like, it's an incredibly stupid concept uh, to try to do like judges or anything like that. Again, it's the kind of thing where people who have no like are only like down here in the trenches are trying to make big decisions. And like, so how the po- map politics like, like uh, in a way that somebody anybody could understand. So if you have three teams and live server, we're going to get the, to that in a second. But in Outfit Wars, you have three teams. So theoretically, you have an one Force Commander per team. I sure as fuck hope for the sake of whatever team, it's only one first Force Commander per team and not some clusterfuck. But anyways, that means you have three different people with three different ideas of how to make their team win. So yeah, sometimes they're going to cut off or attack something that makes no sense to one of the other guys. Mm-hmm. Um, like I could totally envision, like maybe in the next Outfit Wars match, you get into your match with the two other teams, and they're just like, "Hey, Turaf is undefeated, uh, and the Vanu player has already fought you," and they're just yeah. like, "Holy shit, Turaf clapped us last time. We should go after them. You might get double teamed, and they might not I be colluding. Yeah, and they're not probably uh, I, not we, colluding. We've been, ex- <laughs> we've been expecting the double team every match." For since we went two and zero, and sometimes it happens, but it doesn't stop you. Not at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, and honestly, I think, uh, and while this may be very wishful thinking, um, I'll admit that it's it's more of a, a hopeful thing than it is a uh, built out of any real actual strategy. But you might even be able to like use that to bait them. If they early on focus you and they don't focus each other enough, you might end up to a point where you can kind of like lay low enough till they start fighting each other. And then force a double team on whoever's in the lead. I mean, that kind of happened in the third match. So the one mm-hmm. that I kind of glossed over, we were 80 points down. So uh, how the scoring works is each base, there are nine bases. Um, each base, every 10 seconds, generates one victory point. And it's the first to 750. There is technically a timer, but no match in the history of Outfit Wars has reached the timer. So, it's a fail safe, basically. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Um, so we, but we were more like we were more than 80 points. Down. I don't remember the exact numbers. I didn't look at it that closely, to be fair. But yeah, so uh, match number three, we were 80 points down and we came back and won. I don't want to hear shit from any of these guys. They're like double teams. Shut the fuck up. Get good. Like that Vanu squad you fought in the last match. Like they got double teamed at the beginning and they blamed their entire loss on that. Right. Well, they, they said something about getting double teamed again, but again, like if, if I'm trying to win 
or even take second place. Like the NC might have at some point been like, we can't take first, but we can take second. If I'm saying like I want points on the board at all, and I see two opponents, and one of them has a fortified like fortress, and the other one has like a couple of dudes picking their nose, who the fuck do you think I'm gonna attack? It, yeah, it's so yeah. At that point, it's like, I, can so, they blame anyone but themselves at that point? I guess no. They their exactly, failings yeah. are their own. They will almost certainly not learn any lessons. They'll just sit in their uh, own echo chamber where they talk about how shit we are and how we had to lean on construction to beat them or some go- dumb shit. It, it's it's and literally the embodiment of that one kid. Is like you you won, but you're still shit. It's like, yeah. it doesn't matter to, to me, dude. I still got the victory there. Yeah. yeah. They're going to lose almost, like, I'm going to say it now. They're going to lose next match. And because I don't believe that they're going to learn any lessons. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're going to show up maybe with less people because, like, one of, what was it? Oh, Outfit Wars are getting boring. Shockter said that. Or one of the guys he was interviewing said mm-hmm. it. Like, man, they're these matches now. are just getting more and more boring. It's like, yeah, that's because, like, I don't agree with that at all. <laughs> that it, it's. I, I've heard the live show. audio from the two raf end of the comms, and you guys get like really like hyped up. Oh yeah, we like, get hyped. We play into like... it. Um, some matches we do like some dumbass uh, role playing at the beginning just to have fun with it. Yeah, like, like I caught the end okay, of I caught well. the end of match three live. I remember I, I jumped out of my seat. I was like, ah, oh, they did it! Like it was fucking well, like, exciting. Like if you see the end of our sheet stream, uh, like for us, like the end of our match in match four, like we were so hyped, we we went to another continent and just started shooting the ceiling. <laughs> like you guys had extra ammo that you never used to get rid of it. <laughs> mm. It was already yeah. paid for. <laughs> get your money's worth i guess the, that that the, vanu squad just thinks that losing is boring i mean what? i mean i guarantee you that's some sour grapes shit like, to be oh, fair yeah. with you that is more than likely what it is and I, i'll even explain how i know that's probably what it is because that's literally how my mentality gets the more competitive i end up getting the more annoyed i get by losing i hate that feeling i fucking hate it so much that i ever that i get to that point i mean i oh, should yeah. ever get that way but Somebody in Shockter's chat. I grew chat. up competitive, so it just kind of yeah. happens. Someone in Shockter's chat uh, absolutely called them out on it early on. It's <laughs> like, you know, everybody says it's casual, and then they roll in uh, as hard as they can. And mm-hmm. when they lose, they say, it's ca- oh, you know, it's just a game or whatever. You know, <laughs> it is. It mm-hmm. is just a game, but it's a game I want to win. Exactly. Right. <laughs> I mean, you shouldn't. Can you imagine if, like, you wanted to play something, you considered yourself competitive at it, and then you thought, eh. I'll just go into this match. If I lose, I lose. That's what your Smurf <laughs> is for. Exactly. Yeah. Nobody thinks that way. Like, and it, it's so hilarious. Like the the fact that they refuse to use all the game mechanics available to them and discount them for what they are. It reminds me uh, of like the old Call of Duty days. Now I didn't really play Call of Duty back in the day, but I remember people getting mad at the grenade launchers. Some of them still are mad about grenade launchers being literally game. dubbed the noob tube for that same reason. Uh, noob tube and uh, what was it? The M16 getting uh, like, oh, you're bad oh. if you use the M16, even though it is 
by by far the best weapon in the game in right. the old Call of Duties. It was the same yeah. way in Metal Gear Online. Like back in the day, me and Sarge, like the the guns available, there was only two assault rifles: the AK-47 and the XM-16 from Metal Gear Solid Three. Right, XM-16 had a silencer and was more accurate, but did less damage. But there was like a, a it's not an exploit; it was just how people played. You go into first-person view. You draw your gun, you lean to the left or to the right with L2 or R2, and you're perfect headshot height without iron sighting. And so people would do this. It's not quite hip firing because you're going into first person view, but you're not iron sighting either. And it's like, okay. you could do it really quickly. And if you miss, because they're doing it back to you, you do this like crouch, stand, other shoulder, nonsense. It's like a dance, right? Until eventually the laser beam of bullets hits their head, right? That's called dancing. And the AK-47 does way the fuck more damage but you can um but it's way more inaccurate but you know what you can do you can auto aim and if you auto aim i don't have to go into first person i can fucking move and crouch and dance and whatever right but i just tap you know four bullets and they're dead you just have to time them you go tap tap so while they're busy missing their fucking laser beam you're just like saying fuck it i'm just gonna pound you yeah, so uh, and then they tell you how bad you were, right? Right, because the auto aim. the wrong gun. So if you auto aim and you just hold down square, right, it'll take an entire clip to kill somebody. But you could fucking do it because you you like you fucking dance around them with pretty brisk walking speed, right? And then um, people will be like, auto aim is for noobs. Kick like or vote to kick if it's Metal Gear Solid Online Two, and it's just like disgusting. And it's like, but what Mean Sarge did was we used the AK and we we knew by sound how long their invincibility frames were. So we would drop them in only four bullets instead of the whole clip as fast as possible. And then we could drop the next guy without reloading so that they couldn't like ambush us. And it was so much more effective than what they were doing. And they didn't understand. They refused to understand. And we had to host all of our own games because we kept getting kicked because the host could kick at will. And all the games were hosted by players. There were no servers. And I mean that's just how games went back in the day. I remember PS2. I got threatened to get I got threatened yep. to get kicked out of my Halo Three clan at the time many a times because mm-hmm. I killed the guild leader with like a fucking sword or a rocket launcher and he's like, How dare you? That's not skillful. Yeah. We're training to be skilled at the game and I'm like, My guy, those exist in the competitive maps. One of us is gonna get them. All this Outfit yeah. Wars drama kinda reminds me of like Halo Three players being mad at the game mechanics because it doesn't accommodate for grip ball. Right. Oh, <laughs> I mean, yes, kind of, yes, you're right. Yes. And you know what? People make Grivball anyways. Yeah, and they enjoyed it, and Funny it was enough. fine. Yeah, yeah. And then... Uh, they man, made a fucking tournament with real-ass money for that back in the day. There, Well, all of this thing, it reminds me over and over again. Because, like, as a kid, I got mad at these things. But I also oh, didn't same. realize that, you know... I don't know, I didn't have the... Uh, I didn't have the, uh, I don't know, the will, I guess, mm-hmm. to just hit mute all and let them rage at nothing. Um, oh, me either. Because I enjoyed it. And yeah, and mm-hmm. I, yeah, I'm trying to think. There was something else. Oh, right. So there was an old Xbox 360 game called Chrome Hounds. Ooh. So this game is like Mech Warrior. Uh-huh. You build your mechs and all that. There were. So, one, they had an actual tournament, and the winning team had a great strategy where they built these long, skinny mechs. <laughs> like, like these long, skinny mechs. And they had chicken legs, and so they're very mobile. Mm-hmm. And they, that stack of uh, mechs just this. had uh, heat-seeking rockets on them. 
So they just dan like your AK. Mm -hmm. They just walked around people shooting heat-seeking rockets at them, and they absolutely decimated this tournament. Then, Ooh. but uh, at some point, it was a Sega game, so you know people stopped. Like the nobody started checking in. People found exploits to do like weight or like uh, weight exploits and things like that, so they could have like these big ass howitzer guns and just drive up to you and shoot you with them like they were uh, shotguns. Mm. My my squad didn't like that sort of thing, so we played more fair and balanced, and sometimes we came up against other people, and it was a really good fight when you came up with, like, a 4v4, 6v6 with uh, just, like, uh, like, pounding it out with each other. But anyways, I'm digressing. Mm. The one piece of, like, Xbox hate mail that I truly got was from this game. Um, I had a... Uh, I was playing a sniper mech and some guy was uh, coming at me with the howitzers like uh, and he got so mad at me because every time he shot his howitzers, he had to stop moving. So wh what would I do? I shot him when he <laughs> stopped moving and he got so mad and sent me hate mail over it. And it was just it was great. It's like, why would I not take advantage of your weakness? Like you're coming at me with something that should not lose on paper to me because I just you're cheating for all, all intents and purposes. Mm -hmm. Like if you're exploiting, you're cheating. That's just the way it is. Um, you can argue that with me all day. I think go for it. I mean, I have no social media guys, so go for it. Argue it with me. <laughs> go for uh, it. I, I think the only time I ever got hate mail over um, a video game. It was, um, I mean, except for the, the many dramas of Metal Gear Online, which should wait for another day oh, when course. Sarge is here, because he was party to most of it. Um, besides that, I think the only time I really ever got hate mail in an online game was probably Tekken. I think it was Tekken 6, but um, no, it's either Tekken, no, I didn't play Tekken 6. It was Tekken Tag, Tekken Tag Tournament 2 um, on the PS3 or 4, I forget. Uh, and basically, you know, I've... I'm not that serious about Tekken. I, I really like 3D fighters, but I prefer Soul Calibur. Um, but I have been it playing. A game. I, it's more fun. It's easier to play. Whatever. Cool characters. That's why it's better. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> Two B's in the newest one, and she's hot as fuck. So, like, anyway, Tekken Tag Tournament Two. It's got all the characters in it from all the different Tekken games, except for the ones that came out afterwards, right? And um, they play about the same as you'd expect, because that's what made Tekken Tag so great. They replicated in Tekken Tag Tournament Two. I, since I was a wee lad of playing Tekken 2 and afterwards, because I started with Tekken 2 in the 90s, I have played Yoshimitsu the entire time. And I have committed to muscle memory almost all of his Tenet combos and when to use them, as well as some really nice, like, more MLG combos that are shorter that you're supposed to use to punish people when they make mistakes, right? But I like to play aggressive, and I like to just open up with my Tenet combo because it beats the computer players really good, and it beats online players that don't know what they're doing. If I find out they know what they're doing, I'll change it up and I'll start using the more MLG shit, like the shorter combos and punishment, right? But like this dude, he had like a he was playing um, Kazuya, uh, Poster Boy from Tekken One, and um, yeah. he had like this outfit with like this custom decal on the back. It looked like he was like on an esports team, right? That's just what it looked like to me. It was a very strange looking custom Kazuya because you customize your characters and the cosmetics are really silly because Tekken is a fucking weird game. Um, like, there's a reason they put Negan in Tekken and not Soul Calibur, because he fits in Tekken, because Tekken's fucking strange, with robots and lasers and ninjas and whatever. 
Besides the point. The literal devil. Yeah, the literal devil and the king of kings, Noctis, from Final Fantasy. Like, whatever you want, yes. right? And Akuma, for some reason. Why not? Uh, <laughs> Geese Howard. No, so Tekken Tag Tournament 2. This guy was playing Kazuya with a fucking, like, eSports knockoff fucking outfit. And I just kept spamming my 10-hit combo, and it kept hitting him. He refused to dodge it. And he, um, we lagged out, because... Like most fighting game players on console, they're at a desk with their PlayStation in front of them, and they just yank the cord out, of course, right? They're not connected to Wi-Fi. Uh, so that way, no loss on his record. Uh, and then um, I get back in the lobby, and I get a message from him saying, yeah, you're not getting that win. You know, you're, you're with that cheap shit. And I'm just like, there are no cheap tricks in a fighting game. If I do the same move over and over... That's what you want, because you could just block it every time. It has a weakness, and I'm not changing it, and you're refusing to block it. It's actually funny, ah. too, because in, in Soul Calibur 4, um, I, on a whim, decided to try and play it online. The first fucking guy I get juggles the living shit out of me. Hmm. I remember thinking... Who do you play? Uh, fuck, I forget. I think I was playing uh, Pirate Lady, One-Handed Sword Pirate Lady. Pirate I her fucking name. Uh, I think I think she was a pirate. Dude, this is how little he knows about Tekken. No, no, no. It's Soul Calibur. Soul, Soul Calibur. Calibur. Oh, Soul Calibur. Uh, Cervantes is a pirate, but he's not a lady. It's Soul Calibur Four, so it was probably one of those weirdo new characters, huh? Yeah, I think so. I. I no, I'm if, I look, five. if I could, mm. if I looked her up, I, I I would know who it is. But off top of my head, it's been so long. Anyways, point being got my ass fucking juggled and i was like nah, that's kind of lame i don't know what what the hell i was supposed to do with that i just left it be i got the opposite of hate mail this guy this guy messaged me up and he's like hey apologies i didn't want to i didn't want to seem like i was being a dick i didn't realize you didn't understand and he taught me the combos to get out of shit like that and i'm like dude thanks i'm never gonna remember this but thanks that's the coolest thing ever <laughs> hey i realize i beat your ass so bad that you know you Here, might want to quit. Don't here's some quit. tips. Don't quit. Yeah. The community is the lifeblood of this game. <laughs> it, it was it was actually one of the funniest. I like I, I I could talk to you about like all the Dark Souls hate mail I've gotten over the years, all the Halo hate mail I've gotten over the years. Fucking any any game that I've ever played competitively. But that's probably one of the funniest moments of like I got the opposite of hate mail. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> All right, so is there something else we need to talk about with all, all of this? Because I don't know where our tangent began. <laughs> it's all right. So actually, we're at a pretty good impasse here. I wanted to keep the episode, at the very least, entirely consolidated around video games, specifically Planet Side 2. That way, I mean, if Planet Side 2 comes up next episode, we can talk about, you know, how Outfit Wars played out briefly and then move on. I just wanted to get it all off our chest today because it keeps coming back up, and I just wanted to talk about it, right? I also... Uh, resubscribe to membership because I've been playing it more uh, and want to play even more. I have three month membership yes, taken yes, away. Give in to it. Uh, it's time to make my TR account great. Uh, well, there, it's all one account, but it's a new character, right? Um, yes. I'm only level 25. I just got BR25 last night. Um, and it's, uh, you know, a journey. Uh, so, Victim, I want to open the floor to you. Is there anything lingering on your brain about Planet Side? Uh, how it's going for you, even though we already talked about it, Outfit Wars, the absolute cringe we saw in Arshi's chat before we all clicked away. 
uh, from those guys from the European server uh, with the wrong opinions. <laughs> it's going to be episode title, by the way. <laughs> it was true. I think idea. it was in the chat. Uh, anyway. Oh, perfect. I agree. Okay. I think um, realistically, the only thing I want to leave out on is, I guess, like the moral of it all that if you play a game and you only play one little, little aspect of it, just recognize that that's what you do. There's nothing wrong with being super honed in on, on only killing people. But if that doesn't get you the victory, that's not because the game's flawed. It's because, well, you're flawed. And for lack of a better way of putting it. And I think that that's, that's it. Just like, I guess, mm -hmm. don't be an idiot about it. Yeah. Get good, scrub. Get good, scrubs. So that, that too. Rick, I suspect you're probably going to be too busy to be on our next episode uh, if you wanted to even be on our next episode. Well, <laughs> so the next episode will be after we've won or lost, or not won. That we're, there's no losers when we can't not be in the final match anyways. Mm -hmm. we, so that's something. We've done so good uh -huh. like with our losses that we could not play the next match and still be in the finals. That's so sad. <laughs> But awesome at the but same time. But my point we was... We are going to show up, don't get me wrong. Oh, of but course. Yes. yes, so... The, but yeah, the after the next match... Uh, yeah, so the next episode's in two weeks. Yeah, we uh -huh. could absolutely uh, talk about how uh, True Ref absolutely crushed everybody and went home the winners if we did. Yeah. I think I'm comfortable just relaying the message. I kind of wanted to secure a different guest for the next episode and maybe try something different. Um, but if not, we can always hang out. Uh, that's fine too. I mean, you can um, always call on me. I'm not very far. Yeah, and you're probably not going to be busy at this time. Um, next two weeks from now, <laughs> I mean, maybe you will be. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. Uh, but I would like to um, uh, basically conclude here uh, with Planet Side firmly off my chest, uh, but on my hard drive and ready to be played because I, I'm probably not going to play it right after we're done recording. I'm going to upload the episode. I'm going to do the post and stuff. But like, you know, the night is oh, still young. On. It's only outcome uncertain. Outcome uncertain. It's only eleven. I might just log in after this. I don't know. I might play something yeah. else. Uh, I mean, fair enough. Genshin is always needed. I also, do have to do my dailies. Uh, oh, you I need haven't to done talk those to today. people about Genshin. Huh? I mean, I know you're wanting to get out of here, but I also know you have burning things to say about Genshin. Actually, I don't. Uh, I almost always have burning <sighs> things to say about Genshin, but I will have you know that um, I didn't do my dailies today, and I didn't do them yesterday because I played with the shit. Uh, and I've been playing with the shit because um, there's a current content lull because there's another update about to come out where there'll be lots of things to do. And the event in this update where there was lots of things to do has ended. So it's like, okay. now is the best time to just do your dailies and log out or maybe play fucking something else. Uh, so you don't burn out through all the content. Uh, I'm enjoying that because um, the game's still super fun. Victim's got the hat for the cosplay for the stream. He, he lost a dare and had to ah. dress up as the, the god of drinking and femboys, Venti the Bard uh, from Genshin nice. Impact. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is that really a punishment for Vic? No. <laughs> well, we'll see. I mean, you have to shave my beard. I don't know how you're going to live with that. <laughs> Very well, actually. I will not get food stuck in it. Nor will my coffee soak my mustache when I drink from it. You know, this is the longest my It'll beard be... has uh, ever been. But I lost my comb, <laughs> so it's like all like like curly. I can't like straighten it out. I, mean, <laughs> I still have the I still have the trainer right because my comb is a. A ball song, right? But like, I lost the comb. I don't know where it went. So all I have is is this to keep my mind busy, which is unfortunate. But 
Um, anyways, guys, Planet Side off my chest. It's been great. Uh, we maybe will downplay it next episode and just talk about the Outfit Wars results uh, and then move on to other topics. I know we pride ourselves in variety for this show, uh, but I had so much to fucking say about Planet Side. I just wanted to get it over with. Um, hey, man. I mean, never going to talk shit about that. You like <laughs> giving us a place to, or giving me a place to just be like, these dumb motherfuckers. I know. And their stupid fucking opinions. I I have a lot of stupid fucking opinions, and I have a lot of shit to say about a lot of things. And if I didn't do this show every two weeks, I would probably explode. <laughs> you have no I idea mean, the amount of catharsis this show brings me. <laughs> if you never air out your shitty opinions, you never get to upgrade them. So, right. So hopefully that means those guys airing their shitty opinions at live like that, and they they they'll you know start to grow. But mm-hmm. yeah. so wishful wishful that. thinking. Yeah. So while we're still on track and only talking about video games, we're gonna go ahead and end it here. This has been the Melon Mancy Podcast. Thank you everyone for tuning in. Uh, up there, over that way, is victim at mm underscore victim at twitter.com, also known as a victim of gaming at twitch.tv. Over there is our special guest Rick, also known as Two Raf Alvarez, also known on the Melomancy Discord as Skuma Dealer. Actually, where do I point? Uh, down. For me. Oh, Rick's on your left. That way. Or that way. Oh, man. You guys are all messed up, huh? I know. You're both up here for me. For me, you're <laughs> over here. And Dylan's this way. So I'm the one streaming the show, though. So. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, yeah, let's not worry about all of the pointing because uh, right. clearly that's wrong. Right. So, <laughs> you can Somewhere find. Somewhere in this general area. You can find me <laughs> at Dylon at shipposter.club. That is my only social media that I respond to. I also own the brand account at Melomancy at Twitter, but don't fucking talk to me there. I won't see it. And I won't respond to it, probably. Uh, our show, the VODs, are posted on odyssey.com, the, the video platform of the future. Uh, audio only, which is our primary audience, is going to be available on audio platforms everywhere. But I do encourage you to check the video version of the show out. I think it's pretty sweet. Uh, I do plan to do highlights again i have been slacking on the highlights and have not made them in a long time because now that we're doing a video format cutting the highlights is a bit more of a laborious process with video editing i mean i'm just cutting it and rendering it it's not that bad right but it's like time i don't have uh but uh, one day i will go through our last like five episodes and just cut highlights of all the cool shit and then upload them all to the same highlights channel that exists already but currently only has audio highlights um or fuck, maybe I'll just uh, take the audio output and, and make highlights out of that like the old days. I don't know. I just don't have time. So, melomancy.net is where the show is. All the show notes and links to all the stuff like uh, the Odyssey account and uh, all the audio platforms that I just said it was available on. Uh, that's melomancy.net slash listen. Uh, that's where everything... That's everything. You'll find it there. A- anything you're looking for. Y'all have a good rest of your day. <laughs>